And we're off. What up, dude? Are you in America or are you in Africa or I don't even know. Are there other countries you're going to with Michelle Hussman? No, I'm back in the States and I'm sad. Are you? Yeah. You miss Michelle Hussman? I do. It's so sad. A lot of people liked him a whole lot on the show. I know it sounded like it. We tried to listen back to the episode, but right after we recorded, we left to go to this place called Kakakama, <laughs> and there's no is, cell reception. Which is Afrikaans for pleasure town. No. Okay. But it's a cool nature reserve in the middle of freaking nowhere, and there's no cell reception, and the only internet is at, like, the main lodge where you go eat, and then you stay in these little huts, but you had to go to the lodge to get the internet, and you had to pay per 50 megabytes. I went through 50 megabytes like that. Like, I posted a story and went through 50 megabytes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had to buy all this internet and it was hard to get stuff downloaded. So we didn't get a chance to listen to it together, but that's maybe for the best. He was very nervous. No, he was great on it. Um, Did you think he was like being so quiet like talking so funny because he's nervous? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, well, I like to walk in the bush, (laughs) but like, hold on. That's crazy that like internet's so expensive over there, but shout out to Elon Musk. One of my favorite things. You know what he's doing right now? No, tell me. So he's sending up all these satellites, right? Uh-huh. And he's making this grid around the world. And oh. and all these satellites are going to make it so internet is going to be available worldwide. And it's, it's also genius because, like, everyone's going to have Elon Musk internet, you know? Like, he's going to yeah, be... Yeah, it is genius. But, like, you know, he's doing it, like, in, like, a... I'm, I'm doing good for the world because I'm... I'm Bringing everyone together with cheap internet, you know, like. Does that. he have an accent like that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what kind of accent he's got. It's something like that. Interesting. How well, that's. Tight. I mean, the fact that they even can get internet out there is mind blowing to me. So I'd felt bad complaining about it, but. What was your favorite thing about <sighs> Africa besides Michelle Hulsman's rock hard body? Oh my gosh. I have a hard time talking about favorites with this trip because it was all so great. But we did like ask each other on like the last day, like what were your top three moments from the trip, mm-hmm. which was a nice way to like to like reminisce about it. So my one of my top moments, obviously, and it wasn't really a moment, it was three days, was the three days we spent horseback riding because obviously like horses and Michelle Hussman is like my dream come true. Mm-hmm. So those three days were like probably my top. And then I know, give it a ding. I got a bell this time. Um, and then my second favorite moment I think was when I landed and saw him at the airport and we like hugged forever and then we like kissed forever and we were making a total scene at the airport, like people I make fun of probably, but I didn't care. And like I threw my suitcases and jumped on his arms, kind of like the bachelor and it was cool. Yeah. You did the jump up, wrap your legs around him? I didn't do the leg wrap because I was like, I can't, it's too cheesy. I can't do it, but I did jump up and do his arms like do they tell them to do that i don't know but like no one does that one because like what if you fall then the person who jumped (laughs) feels fat and the person that was supposed to catch feels like such a wuss you know there's like literally no positives that could come out of that at all. No. And it's, it is just odd that on the show, like, they do it with everyone. Like, Everybody. every single date, she's dumping into his arms like that. You know what would have been funny is if I had done that, because I was, because I'm so thin and slender, is <laughs> I ran up to JoJo and jumped up and she like, <laughs> That would be pretty good. I that wonder if they would been, leave that in if they, that happened. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Uh, uh. Anyway, so that was, so... Seeing him at the airport and then riding horses mm-hmm. and then riding him as well. Yeah, that, that wasn't my number three, but it could be, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. We learned a lot last episode, man, like that you dropped. Yeah? We didn't know. I didn't know that you dropped bombs. That was a big oh, yeah. thing, you know? Binge dropping. Binge dropping a bomb. So, like, so how, how did you guys, like, end it? Was it, like, or, like, end your time together? Yeah. Well, it was very sad. Don't get me wrong. Um, it was like different. So last time when I visited, he had to leave before I did to go back to like where he works. And then my flight wasn't until later. So his mom took me to the airport last time. So we had this like long drawn out, horrible goodbye. The first trip, this trip was different because he was able to take me to the airport. So he like came in with me and I checked my bags and then we had lunch at the airport. And then I didn't go through the security until like the last minute.
minute. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I was okay. And I was like, I'm not going to cry this time. I'm not going to cry. And I was like, and I'm like, we said our cute little goodbye. And then I started going through security and the line was kind of long. And every time I turned around, he was still there and he was still, and then I like got to like the last point where I wouldn't be able to see him after. And I turned around, he was still there. And then I started bawling, crying and I blew a kiss and it Oh my God. So did he get like the, one of the things that you guys were like quasi fighting about was like the visa thing. Um, did, you, did you guys get that? Did you get that like taken care of as much as we can? So he ha- is just at this point waiting for an appointment. He, you have to go interview at the U S embassy to get a, a visitor visa, I guess. Yeah. So he applied for his appointment. He sent on all his documents. So fingers crossed. We'll see because his flight here is in like a little less than nine weeks. It's pretty soon. It's so crazy to me. Like, do we not need to do that? Like, if I want to go to Africa, I just fucking go to Africa, right? Yeah, there are very few places. If I mean, I'm sure there are a few, but there's a few places where we have to get visas to go. Is it because the perception is is that we don't want to stay in anyone yes. else's country? Yep. We want to come home. Mm-hmm. And people want to come here and stay here. Is the idea. Wow. So I told him when he goes for his interview, like, make sure and, like, tell him how much he is so excited to come back home after. Like, got your flight home booked, got a job to go back to, got a car to keep paying for. Like, you got to make it seem like you're very, um, like, happy where you, like, to come back home or whatever. Like, if they think that you're going to come over here and try to stay, then they freak out. Got it. Well, you know, the answer to all of this is you just guys just get married and then yeah, yeah, he's yeah, an yeah, American yeah. citizen. Is that how it works? Yes. Yeah, um, I think you still have to, like, apply to be a citizen. But, yeah, basically he gets a green card if we get married, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. You know, Val's the expert on this. She's standing here. She's trying to get her, um, sp- her dual citizenship yeah. for Spain. Yeah, she's yeah, like, a nightmare. I hate it. Nightmare, she says. Is she from? Is she have family in Spain, dude? I know. I should j- try to do that with Portugal. Yeah, why don't you? I don't know. I guess I could. I don't know. I, mean, I apparently I it's a pain in the ass. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'm just I'm American. I can just go there whenever the fuck I want. Also, yeah, exactly. let's just give a bell to America. We could <laughs> like that's so unfair that we can just go anywhere we want, and they're like literally. No repercussions. No one's like, no. can you no, imagine I, being like, I want to go to Fiji? And you're like, well, you got to go to the, em- the Fijian yeah. embassy for 45 <laughs> days to figure it out. I'd be like, fuck you. Not to mention pay for the visa. Yeah. Like he has to pay a few hundred dollars to even get a visa, which sucks. And like I, um, I looked at like for us to like, you don't have the visa to go to South Africa. You can go there and stay a year without having to get any type of visa. That's pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes me feel bad for everybody. And also, like, I've been to South Africa. Like, if I wouldn't, if I li- if I was from Cape Town, I'd be like, I don't want to. I-, I like living in Cape Town. I like Cape Town. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, know. But I get it. Like, there's a lot of countries. The catch is that it's a third world country. Yeah. <sighs> it's weird though. Like, yes, I can see that. But then, like, if you Cape Town is like a very like it's a big city and like. I don't know, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like when I went yeah. to Buenos Aires, I was like, this is a bigger city than like any one we've got in America, mm-hmm. you know? I know. Like the perception is that Argentina is kind of like not as like developed as us, whatever. You want to start the yeah. show? Oh yeah, we probably should, huh? <laughs> yeah. Near you. Bros and ho- me. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with? Wells and Brandy. Someone sent me like a video of, uh, it was like this, the, Comment was like, apparently my son's been listening to your show, and he was like this, like little tot, like a toddler in Asia, <laughs> and he was like, frozen hose, frozen hose. <laughs> that is a freaking amazing, dude. Amazing. Oh man. Well, um, I'm happy that you're back in the states. Um, all right, I got some favorite things, yo. Oh, you do. Oh, I do. I just want to start with, I don't know. I feel like we just don't give enough shout outs faves to food you know you're right have you ever had an it's it i don't even know what that is oh my god it's it is it okay <laughs> so it's like okay like i grew up on these things and then i was in the south for so long they don't sell them uh, in the yeah, south but they're from san francisco and they're they are um they're an ice cream sandwich so it's mm. like by the way this I maybe now I know why we don't do this normally because this sounds like an ad. This is not an ad. I just like it's it. <laughs> so it's like it's a it's a ice cream sandwich. It, they have different ones, but like normally it's um it's a God, what's it? It's a granola cookie. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? Like they have there are granola cookies, right? Uh, oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Thank you. Oatmeal. <laughs> That's what I meant. To say. <laughs> The oatmeal cookie, and then it's uh, <laughs> then it's uh, ice cream, obviously, and then oatmeal yeah. cookie, and then 
it's drizzled uh, chocolate all over, and then that's what an it's it is. But they have different ones. Like, they have different that's flavors and different cookies. If you ever go to Northern California, or I think they even sell them in L.A., get yourself an it's it and fucking try not to get a boner, all right? Because it is <laughs> so, so good, all right? Val, do you know what an it's it is? What? She doesn't know. Tell her it's an, an ice cream it. sandwich. It's an ice cream sandwich from Northern California that apparently gives you boners. I don't know. <laughs> who doesn't want a food boner? <laughs> he said he doesn't want a food boner. <laughs> Me. No, I disagree. So yeah, there's my, that's my first one. I'm going with that. Okay. All right. Dude, I ate some of the most incredible food I've ever had in my whole life on my South Africa trip. What was your favorite thing? <sighs> so I love, I don't eat a lot of red meat. I don't eat any red meat, really. Yeah. So I eat a lot of fish, and the, every time you get fish there, it's so fresh because it's right by the ocean. Um, my favorite thing I had though, the whole trip, we ate at this t- cute little tiny restaurant called Noop. Mm-hmm. I can't say the name of the town. Par, par- Parl. <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's not how you really say it. Yes, it you is. R. Parl. I can't. You had to roll the R, which I can't do. Can you do that? Parl. No. Parl. <laughs> it's not like Carl. <laughs> <laughs> But it translates to Pearl, I guess, is the name of the town. Anyway, it's this tiny little cute town. And we had this restaurant, Noop. It was in freaking sane. Yeah. The best fish I've ever had in my whole life. Did you have biltong? No, I won't eat that. Oh, biltong but Ryan, is, is... Oh, I mean, <laughs> Michelle Houston <laughs> eats it all the time. Oh, it's great. It's, it's And then I won't kiss him after because it's gross. It's beef jerky. I hate beef jerky. I know. I'm just saying. All right. I like turkey jerky, which they don't have. He was like, oh, then you'd like ostrich jerky. And I was like, no, I don't think I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ostrich. Okay, so hold on. Favorite thing. Have you heard of... This company, Mapiful. I sure have. I actually just ordered one as a gift for a special someone. Really? Yeah. Is, is his name Michel Hossmann? It is, but like, what if he listens? Now it's going to be ruined. Oh. Maybe I shouldn't have told you, but it's fine. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, so, it's, so Mapful, so here's the deal. It's like you go on this this website and you, you basically can generate a map that's like specifically for you. So like if you want a city, great. If you want a country, awesome. You want special dates or coordinates, they can do that. Uh, you play around with like different styles and themes to find the perfect match for your interior. So, like, obviously, Sarah is from New York, so she got uh, basically the the island of Manhattan, and she Love. and she wrote. Um, so it says like New York. It says like the uh, longitude and latitude, and then she had written on the bottom, "My first love." And then I Aww. and then I went and got one. So hers is like kind of like black and white, like almost like subway styley, um, mm-hmm. which is super cool, like very New York. And then I went and got uh, the the city of Monterey, which is where I grew up. Uh, and mm-hmm. same thing, like my first love or whatever. And then mine was more of like the nautical uh, map because mm-hmm. Monterey is such like a it's like a, a fishing sea town. town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they sent it to us, and they are so dope. Like it's weird that like just like a map can say so much about you you know yeah well my favorite thing about home decor is decorating your house with really personal things mm-hmm. um i think that's what makes your home feel like your home and i love sca- scandinavian i love scandinavian design um and these maps have that like very simple very clean aesthetic um but they're so personalized because of, of everything you just talked about so for me I got uh, Michael Huseman, uh, a poster of Wilderness, South Africa, which is where we went on my very first trip there, like that I went to go see him and we spent two days there and um, and it was just such a magical, like special place. So I got him a map of that and then I'm going to give to him for his birthday. So if you're listening to this and you're friends with Michael Huseman, please do not tell him. Yeah. Um, but I love being able to get such a unique gift for somebody. Um, it's so quick. They ship quick. Um, the great prices on it. Um, I really love it. And honestly, I love it so much. I, I might get one for myself as well. Yeah. Mapiful is offering a special 15% discount offer to the YFT listeners out there. So you can check it out at mapiful.com slash YFT. Uh, that's M-A-P-I-F-U-L.com slash YFT. And use code YFT to create your own custom Mapiful. Yeah, you can get really creative and it's really fun to make these. So if you want to check it out, go to mapiful.com slash YFT and get 15% off your order if you use our code YFT at checkout. Do it. I'm telling you, so dope. So cute. You know, you know why I don't use Snapchat anymore? Did we go over this last episode? I don't know. You're always hating on Snapchat, though. Okay. If the people that fucking make Snapchat listen to this, this podcast... Don't think they do. Well, you should. 
because got some ideas for research and development. If you want people to use your app, maybe every time you turn that app on, if it doesn't go straight to a picture of your fat, ugly face, then I would use it more. Because I'm always opening up the thing like this. So it's just a shot of my double chin immediately. So every time I open up that app, I feel bad about myself. All right? And that's why I don't use Snapchat. Also, yeah, that's not a good thing. Still get a lot of dick pics sent to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> Guys, I'm in a relationship, also straight. Not that there's anything wrong with dick pics sending to other men, but you're barking up the wrong tree. So two things, Snapchat, filter them out. Okay, no double chin opening up, and let's get less dick pics sent to me. Wow, what a rant! <sighs> Anyways, that's a, that's a least favorite thing that I've got right now. Okay, oh, okay. Mm. You know, what my least favorite thing is what is it? Jet lag. Oh man, is okay. the connection okay? Yeah, tell me about jet lag. It sucks. I woke up at five a.m., which is actually an improvement from the last time I came over here. Came back over here, um, and I just I woke up so early, and I just feel nauseous and weird, and I don't like it. You know what? <laughs> you know what my it's least, you know so what, dumb. You know jet lag is so dumb. Okay, yeah, it is so dumb. You know what my least favorite thing is? You complaining about your amazing trip to Africa right now. All I'm right, complaining about the trip. Complaining about the jet lag. <laughs> which, the by the devil. way. Which, by the way, would be a super dope name for a band, I feel like. What? Because it's a horrible feeling. I don't know if I would want to be called jet lag. Yeah. Or Snapchat, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't name your band Snapchat, anyone. So I was traveling recently, and I was staying in a hotel room. And I don't know if you saw my Instagram story, but... Like, so I had, a, I was like working all day. So when I got done, I like went back to my room and, uh, I like, I was like watching Netflix on, on my iPad and then I kind of passed out and then I woke up like an hour later and like the lights were still on, you know? Oh, I was watching, uh, what's that movie bird box. So it was like a scary oh. movie that I fell asleep too. So I woke up and I was like kind of groggy and I was like, oh, okay, I gotta go like turn off this light. So I went to go like turn off the which, by the way, hotels, why are the only lights in the room like the twisty uh, lamp lights on the side of the beds? Why is the lighting in hotel rooms always just ball shitty? Yeah, it always is horrible. I don't understand. Just <laughs> Can I just have a light switch that turns on the lights in the room? or do Maybe I they're trying to save electricity. No, I, stop. Just, no. <laughs> then I got to go. And then when you want to go to bed, you got to go. Like, there's like seven different things you got to turn off. I don't understand. <laughs> So, so you want a master switch is what yes, you want. Yes, like in my house where I turn off the lights and all of the lights in the room go off, you know? Uh-huh. Grow I up see. hotels. So I went to go turn off one of the seven lights that I had turned off in the room. And a giant, I'm not talking about like a big spider. I'm talking about like Ooh. the size of a tarantula. Not, not quite tarantula, but like, look here, you can see me. This is, hold on, hold on. Dang it. The size of this, okay? Ugh. It's the size of a baseball shape. Gigantic. So, oh, ah! I didn't know. You know, I was like, okay. So I grab a sandal, and it's uh, so it's right like above that lamp, you know. So it's like right to the right side of me on my bed, you know. And I was like, oh no! So I grab my sandal. Must have put fucking seven dents in the drywall of this hotel, just slamming <laughs> the wall, trying to kill this spider. But he was a resilient fucker, and he was. Just, you thought you something heavier than a sandal? I just no. I don't know. Like a big ass book. Okay. Don't. I just had grab where I could. It was I was a moment of crisis, Brandy. What are you gonna do here? Okay. See, I always panic when I try to squish a bug because number one, I need something that's gonna kill it first try because I'm too scared to give it more than one try. And number two, then I like have this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna squish this bug and its guts are gonna be all over whatever I squish it with over my nice Balenciaga shoe or my book that I love so much and it's gonna have spider guts on it. Yeah. It's not okay. Whatever. It's not okay. But you know what's less okay? A giant freaking baseball-sized spider being uh, scurrying right around my face. So yeah, anyways, okay. like for uh, 10 minutes, I tried to get this little guy, but he had, a, he had a spirit to live. You know, he was resilient as fuck, and he scurried up into the curtains. So then I was like, oh, man, he's lost in the ether. Like, I don't know what's, what's going on. So I'm, like, hitting the curtains, like, with my hand, like, ah, and hoping he's going to fall down, but also, like, keep my distance because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I don't know what kind of venom this guy's Could got. Could be a jumping spider. Oh, exactly. Could be a jumping venomous spider. Could yeah. be, like, a whole new species I don't even know about. So I, he, he's gone. He's gone. And I don't know. He's hiding somewhere. And so 
Try going to sleep knowing that in your room there is a baseball no. size spot. You can't do it, okay? No, so it was not. one o'clock. I had just watched Bird Box, so I'm just thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> Already scared. So scared. And then freaking now there's spiders in there. So this is now it's like one thirty, right? I'm able to fall asleep around two o'clock. I wake up at five o'clock being like, I know the spider's somewhere around. I know he's gonna try to kill me. Like I know it's happening. <laughs> Kill you. <laughs> so um, I can't, I, I'm up. I mean, it's if I've got three hours about up. So I walk in, you know how like some hotel rooms, you have your hotel, you have your bedroom, and then there's like a little like sitting area outside, you know? So I like walk into the little mm-hmm. sitting area and be like, I'm getting out of the freaking spider room and I'm going into this room. Well, lo and behold, the little bitch is in the sitting room. All right. He's gone over. He's having his fucking morning coffee. He's enjoying himself <laughs> now and he's there. So the next hour is me trying to, so he, so he, I have my golf clubs with me, so I grab a golf club, and I'm trying to kill it with the golf club. That was stupid. So he then scurries up underneath the table. So I'm kicking this table, trying to knock him down. Finally, he falls down. Uh, I got a, I have a van, van. Shout out to Van Shoes. Finally, that's what got him. All right? <laughs> Off the wall. And Literally. It killed, it killed him. And uh, so anyways, that was my least favorite wow. story. I know. It was a lot, man. It was fucking... Traumatizing. Thanks. Yeah. All right. What, what's your least favorite? Um, no, my one of my favorite things. Oh, what is New it? favorite things. Earplugs. Oh, for sleeping or just for like yeah. people having to listen to people? Anything. It's the greatest thing. I've always been so against them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that can't be comfortable. Like earplugs in your ear have to suck. I've just always had that mentality. And my mom has always begged me because I am such like a hard, I have a hard time sleeping without like white noise or something. She's always like, why don't you just try earplugs? And I'm like, no. I don't want to wear earplugs. I don't want to sleep with earplugs. I'm mm-hmm. like such a brat about it. And then on one of my flights, the guy, it's like British Airways has pods, little pods for business class, but they like face each other. Like one person, you're facing the other person and you're very close. It's very strange. And the guy in the pod next to me was snoring so loud and I could not sleep on the freaking airplane. So they give you earplugs in the little, <clears throat> in the little pouch. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a try. Put them in, pop those babies in. I had the best sleep of my life. <laughs> And I, then I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep them in. So I don't have to hear people coughing and hacking up nasty sickness and babies crying and people asking for dumb shit. I love earplugs. I'm going to start wearing them 24-7. Yeah? Just live in my own little peaceful, silent world. Yeah. <laughs> Huge fan. Life changed. Did it come in that little, you know, like there's like a little bag of like goodies. They give like socks yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. Toothbrush. Little, yeah. little tiny thing of toothpaste. They give you an eye mask, which I always take home because I always love them so much. They give you like a tiny lotion, a chapstick, a pen to fill out your customs form. They give you all things. Mm-hmm. Nice. I do like that little pouch of shit that they give yeah. you. Big, big fan <laughs> of that stuff. Big fan of the pouch of shit. Yeah, I like pouches of shit. So <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> you know what I miss a lot? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, obviously, our phones are very nice, and it's wonderful that, like, we're able to connect with everybody immediately. But do you remember a time before cell phones when there was just the house phone? Oh, yeah. And you had an answering machine, and you had to, when you called, when you called and got the answering machine, you had to address the entire family that you were calling, you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It would be like, Sorry, you missed the Johnson family. We're out right now. Leave a message and, uh, you know, we'll get back to you. And then it's like, beep. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. It's uh, it's Wells from down the street calling to talk to Todd. Um, <laughs> wanted to go playing later. Also, uh, hi to Samantha and, and Gary. Um, uh, hope they're going good in college. And, um, yeah, so give me a call back whenever. All right, later, Johnson family. You know, you'd have to like t- talk to everybody. <laughs> or how about like when you're on the phone, like with your crush and you're talking for hours and hours and then your brother comes on the line and is like, Brandy, I need the phone. Oh, and I'm like, Trace, get off the phone. Yeah. Leave me alone. And you fight about it while the other person's listening to everything on the other line. Oh, horrible, yeah. horrible times, I yeah. tell you. Do you remember how, and you could also like, you'd listen into people's conversations all the time, right? Yeah. 
like and you could do it like you know that they'd be on the phone and you'd like lift lift up the like receiver but, very yeah but you, you keep your finger on the like the hang up button and so then you lift the phone up to your your ear yes, and, and slowly then, lift the finger off the, the hang up button the, the pro thing though is to put the head the handset this way so that the mouthpiece is up here so that you don't accidentally like say something or cough or make a noise yeah 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 then you'd listen to everyone's conversation and <laughs> and then you listen for a whole t- the whole time and then finally you would say something and being like that's not yeah. true I never did that. Specifically, of specifically if Trace was ever talking to a girl, I would so do that. I would yeah. listen to like the whole thing, and then at dinner later, like be like, "So, how's Julia?" Oh, I know. And or like, God, dude, it's so funny. I remember like three phone numbers, and one of them is my ex girlfriend's room line. You know? Yeah, like because I just I called it so much, and. But do you remember, like, you'd be on a phone call, like, late with, like, your crush or your girl, and, and, and then all of a sudden you'd hear, like, the phone pick up and it'd be like, Jennifer, it's late, it's time to go to bed, and Wells, maybe you should go to bed, too, and it's like, <gasps> caught. All right, sorry, Dr. Cohen, talk to you <laughs> later. <laughs> I'll leave a message no, on the answering machine tomorrow. <laughs> we sound really old right now, just so you know. Yeah, I know. But whatever, we lived... We straddle the fence in such a technical age, you know? No. But we're doing pretty good. I mean, I did do a whole rant about how I hate Snapchats. It shows my fucking (laughs) jowls, but I still have it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. While we're on the topic of design, how much are you loving your article furniture? Because I am loving my outdoor table. Okay, so I got those chairs um, to sit around the, the... fire pit and we had a party the other night and i swear to god everyone was like where did you get these <laughs> chairs and yeah I was like, i've well, gotten then i was like apparently you don't listen to my podcast jerk face because i've been talking about it for a while but article.com yeah i love my table it's built so well it's like great quality everyone's always asking me where i get it when i have people over um it's so nice now that the weather is great enough for me to use it and be outdoors um, I love article. Their prices are so good um, for some really great quality furniture. They have a 30 day return policy and really great customer service. And the best part is all of your orders ship for a flat rate of $49. So no matter how much furniture you get or how heavy it is, it's the same low shipping rate. Yeah. Beautiful, well-made furniture. That Scandinavian simplicity, um, modern furniture at like a reasonable price. So check it out. Articles offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. So boom, right there, half off if you get a $100 thing. Uh, to claim, visit article.com slash YFT. It's all it takes. Go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do it. That place is awesome. All right, Brandy, I need a uh, broke-ass <laughs> grill update. Smile direct trays. How are we doing? I'm doing really great, actually. I've been so good about wearing them. I'm honestly so impressed with myself. Yeah. I really didn't think I would be good at doing this, but it's just been so easy, um, especially like traveling and being gone for two and a half weeks. I was like, I don't know. Am I going to like lose these or forget them? Um, but it's so great because they come in these little packages with the date of when you wear it and when they get changed. So you know, you don't get them mixed up. They come with a carrying case so that when you are traveling or you're eating out, out to eat or something, you put it in the case and put it right in your purse so you can take it back out. It's just been so easy and so great. Um, I actually, my friend Val's visiting and she saw my boxing on the kitchen table and she was saying that she actually might try it because she's been wanting to straighten her bottom teeth. So yeah, it's been really great. I'm, um, on almost on month three. So I'm almost halfway there. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there because I only have to do it for five months, which is so cool. Uh, everybody's journey with it is different. You get a certified doctor plans out your whole thing for you and communicates with you. Anytime you have a question, you can write them, call them, ask them. You can send pictures to update them on how your smile looks so that they can give you any advice or help you with any issues. But it's been so seamless. Like, honestly, it's been the easiest thing I've ever done. I'm loving it. How did, most importantly is can you tell a difference in your teeth? Like, are they looking straighter? I can tell. So, like, I don't, I don't know if like looking at it, you can really tell. But the way I can tell they're straightening is because of my bite. So, because my teeth were so crooked, I my bite was a certain way, and so the more straight they get, the more I feel it in my bite. Um, so it is working. I mean, uh, you know, I think by the end of month five, I'm gonna have some straight ass teeth. Nice. 
Get a $25 Amazon gift card with a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops or get a $25 rebate on an at-home impression kit. Then exclusive for RYF tiers, get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use our offer code YFT150. Yeah, this is the best promo I've seen for Smile Direct Club. So if you want to do this and have some straight teeth with me, you can get $150 off at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast. Just use our offer code YFT150. Fix your broke ass grill, girl. <laughs> or you're just like slightly crooked grill yeah, if that's what you have. Whatever. You know. It's funnier when I say it that way, though. You're right. You got any favorite shows right now? Sure do. What do you got? Hit me with some shiz. My sister's episode of Black Mirror. Well, Tell me you've watched it. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I have been like waiting for a, mm. a moment to do it. Is it good? Mm. It is. It's really good. And it was really interesting after being there and seeing them film for a couple of days and being like behind the scenes of it to see what, what it came out as. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool. It's it's funny because it really almost is like a very dark version of Hannah Montana. Because oh, really? she plays this like pop star who isn't doesn't really like identify with the way they portray her and her brand, right? She's all like smiles and rainbows and you can do anything you want and be confident. And then like all she really wants to do is sing like edgy, dark rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but it's, it's dark because the woman that like manages her or whatever, like doesn't pretty messed up shit to her. You, I don't want to ruin it for people. So like you got to watch it. It's like pretty intense. Like after talking to her about it and like seeing it, how, many parallels does she have with like that black mirror episode in her real life i mean i think a ton from like the hannah montana era you know what i mean and it's funny because um she wrote a song god i can't remember the name of it now liberty walk maybe i think it's called she wrote a song like forever ago when she finally was done with hannah montana that was kind of similar in like the attitude of like you tried you were tried to make me this, but this is who I really am, and it's time I can be who I truly want to be or whatever. And that's kind of what this episode is like in a way. Um, but I, again, I don't want to like ruin it by telling you guys about the whole thing. But it's definitely like it's a good episode. It's it's like your typical like Black Mirror like our future is fucked. Yeah, if we let technology take over, kind of thing. I know, I've been wanting to watch that. It, it's very much the. I mean, it makes sense because your sister is one of the biggest pop stars in the world, but it's very much like the the big billboard of this season of Black Mirror, you know, like mm-hmm. her episode. Yeah. You, you can win Emmys for Black Mirror episodes. Yeah? Yeah, because they won one last season. I think they've won one almost every season. Oh, wow. Um, That That's guy, cool. Kirsten, I think it was Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. her husband was the one who won one last season. So uh, your sister might win a freaking Emmy. That'd be tight. Has your sister won a Grammy? She's not won one, no. Wow, that's surprising. But nominated, but not one. All right, well. And then, you know, our, my buddy Mark Menchaca is also in the episode, so it's cool to get to see Mark in it, too. Oh, yeah. Does he, does he play a bad guy who dies from water? No, he actually plays a really normal role. Well, normal's relative, I guess, but, like, for, compared to what he normally plays, it's, like, a very normal, like, he plays the, a dad, you know what I mean? So it's kind of cool to see him in that role, too. Does he play, I've never seen him do that. Does he play Miley's dad? No, not Miley's dad. Got to watch it to see. All right, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, Black Mirror. Give it a give it a ding, ding. Give it a ding. Yeah. Also, Handmaid's Tale Season 3. <clears throat> Why am I losing my voice? Whoa. Handmaid's Tale Season 3. I watched the first episode last night. Yeah. Might have fallen asleep due to jet lag during the second one, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. Mm. Just means that my body thought it was nighttime. Glowing review here. You should watch something I fell asleep in the <laughs> middle of. <laughs> Oh, but not the first episode, just the second one, and because I'm jet lagged. But it is really good. I just did you watch Handmaid's Tale? No, I read the book and I was like, eh. uh, uh. okay. So at the end of season two, recap for everybody. She like they're providing her an escape, her and her newborn baby. They're yep. getting her out of what's what town called the ten Handmaid's Tale? Hell, uh, Iliad. They're getting her out of Gilead. Gilead. Yeah. And her and uh, Alexis Bledel's character, I can't remember her name. And they so the, she gets the baby. She finally gets out of the house, and then she gets to the van that's going to take her to safety. And at the last minute, she throws the baby in with Alex Bledel, Alexis Bledel's character, and she stays behind. She's staying behind. She's like, "Take get my baby safe. Like I have to stay because her other daughter's there." And I'm like, "You idiot! This is your only chance. You should have taken it. You should have gotten into the van. Why are you so stupid?" Yeah. Well, have you read the book? <laughs> no, I haven't read the book, so don't spoil anything. 
Well, that this is how the book ends, basically, is they get out. I can't remember. Oh. Okay. Well, there's a whole, whole season three is the last season, apparently. Yeah. And so the first episode is her, like, obviously it's right after she her baby, like, like she sent her baby off, and then she obviously gets trapped back there. And I'm just like, oh, you idiot. You could have made it out. You could be out right now. Mm-hmm. Instead, she's trapped. Dude, I watched. Have you heard of Afterlife? No. Okay, so it's, Rick, it's Ricky Gervais. You know him, the comedian actor. Yes. He was on the original version of um, The Office. Okay, so it's really dark, but it makes me... So here's here's the thing. Like There are shows that I watch that make me laugh that I just like to watch because they make me laugh. And then there are, wa- there are shows that make me really sad, but it makes me feel something. You know, like I like... Yeah, so, that's why I like sad music. Yeah, yeah exactly. Me too. Um, so in, in this show, Afterlife... Um, with Ricky Gervais, it basically it opens with like him watching a video of his wife on his computer, who's obviously like dying of cancer. She's got like you know like no hair and kind of like giving him like advice on like things to do, like remember to clean up the kitchen and make sure you feed the dog. And like I know you're gonna be really depressed, but you know you, you gotta you know you gotta move on all that kind of stuff. And so he he adjust he it starts out with you find out that he just lost his wife and he is so depressed and it's like continually like toying with the idea of suicide and like mm. going to his work and like being so very honest with everyone about everything because nothing matters to him anymore you know mm-hmm. so there is there's comedy in it because he just has no filter anymore right um and he's just kind of rude and angry and sad and he he thinks there are no real consequences because he's just going to kill himself anyways but like mm. the thing that's like keeping him from killing himself is this dog that he's got, Aww. and he like, and it's like him watching um, these videos like intermittently of like his wife like talking to him and like old videos, and it is so sad and like so painful and but also like very real, and it's also one of those things that it, I feel like sometimes you need you need to be like shook to remind you like how good you got it, you know? Sure, absolutely. And for me, especially like every episode, I feel something. And then like I immediately like text Sarah to be like, I'm so thankful that you're in my life. You know, like I'm reminded that like, yeah, how fleeting life is and everything. Mm -hmm. Not to get like super sappy, but like I think it's good to be like have perception. um, What's the right word? Perspective. Perspective. Thank you. Anyways, uh, if you you want to fucking feel kind (laughs) of sad. Um, But it's also it's also Ricky Gervais, who's just like intrinsically funny you know like mm-hmm. just is who he is like even like talking about suicide he's doing it in a funny way you know like so anyways I, i'm it's on netflix it's 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 good so yeah afterlife go check it out nice you know what i was thinking about the other day uh, what's that for whatever reason i was watching beauty and the beast um <laughs> <laughs> reminiscing over halloween uh yeah exactly Taco Bell. um and i was thinking i was like i don't know if this is like a great a great message we should be sending to young kids <laughs> <laughs> young I feel that way about a lot of the Disney movies. Yeah, like, and especially like, not a great message to be sending to young women. Because my first thought was like, this is just a movie that proves that doesn't really matter what dudes look like if they got a lot of money, they're pretty well off. You know, like the Beast is—he's not even an ugly dude. He's a fucking wildebeest man, half man, half centaur, like terrifying. But he's—he's <laughs> a prince. He lives in a castle. So, all right. And I was telling this, this, I was like giving this like kind of spiel to someone and they're like, no, he, but he imprisoned Belle. And I was like, that's even worse. It's like Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) Plus he's got a bunch of money. Like, why is she? Oh, and it's like, yeah, but like, you know, she was was trying to break like the spell for her father. And it's like, oh my God, like none of this sounds like romantic. It just sounds like a fucked up story. Like it's true. You know, like you're in prison. You got to fuck this wildebeest character, monster centaur, but he's got a lot Thank of money. God. <laughs> oh, God. So verdict is don't let your kids watch Beauty and the Beast. I mean, you know, it's a good, it's good, I guess. Is it though? Angela Lansbury is a fucking tea kettle. So there's that, I guess. But <laughs> um, when does The Lion King come out? I don't know. I've been, I've been seeing some, some um, drama online about people being upset about the puma. Why? <laughs> Val's laughing. 
I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Lion King. While you're Googling it, can I just get something off my chest? Can we stop calling these things live action? They're not live action. What? It's just Who? fucking CGI and shit, you know? Like, Who calls them live action? I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> Where'd you hear that? I just hear it like the live action version of Lion King or live action version of Aladdin. Hmm. No, I can't find it. I saw it on Facebook, so I don't know how true it is. Oh, well, it must be true. I don't know. I just saw somebody was upset about the how the puma was portrayed. I'm going to have to dig. I'm going to have to dig and come back to this next week, I think. Okay. But yeah. have you seen how everyone's getting like all up in arms about um what the the Sonic the Hedgehog looks like for the movie Sonic the Hedgehog? No, I haven't I didn't even know there was a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I saw a picture on I guess they made like one version of it and like People were upset, so they changed it, and it's still upset. But, like, why the fuck are they making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yeah, who, I don't know. Like, that was a Sega game from, like, the early 90s that, like, Sega. no one plays with, you know? Sega another Genesis. question. What up? Why, when you Google Lion King movie, does the first thing that pop up... Live action. ...is Google says, people also ask, is Simba a boy or girl in Lion King? Oh. <laughs> why would anyone ask that? Well, Simba's a boy, right? P- pretty sure that's clear cut. <laughs> right? <laughs> P- pretty sure that's a clear cut thing in the movie. Like, if you see the movie, why would you Google that? I don't know. That's very strange. Anyway, carry on. I do want to see that one, but I don't want to see Aladdin. I don't know why. Really? I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just, like, don't like watching remakes. Like, no- nothing's ever as good as the OG. Yeah, you, exactly. Uh, make some new shit. Yeah. Oh, you know what movie I'm excited about? I usually don't love animation. Mm-hmm. They're coming out with uh, The Secret Life of Dogs 2. Secret Life of Pets. Pets, yes, sorry. Yes, yeah, Secret yeah, Life yeah. of Pets 2. So pumped. Yeah, I do. I did like that. That's a funny... Loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a good one. Eric Stone Street's in that. Came yeah. From Modern Family. Um, yep. You got any music stuff? I got some music stuff. Do you? You go first. I, I've been listening to just a lot of my sister, to be honest with you. Oh. Um, did you listen to her EP yet? Yes. I enjoyed it. a whole it. week? Uh, yes. What's I, your favorite song? I think my favorite song is the Mother's Daughter song, but that's... that's what saying. What's that? Whatever. That seems to be the consensus out of everybody, which is great because it's the single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the radio guy in me is like, yeah, this one, that's this this seems good. But also just like being a Tish fan is, I think, also what's happening there. <laughs> right. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <gasps> Sleeping at Last finally released the number nine song for their Enneagram album. Oh my God. I cannot wait to listen to that. I understood seven of those words that you said. Wow. Okay. You know the Enneagram that I'm so obsessed with? Yes. There's a, there's like a rock band for it. So do you know the band Sleeping at Last? No. Don't? No. They're like the most synced artists. They have all songs and all kinds of commercials and TV shows and stuff. A ton of their stuff is in Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a great band though. It's like very like ambient uh, music. But anyway, the singer is obsessed with the Enneagram and he did an entire album with a song for each Enneagram number so that like any, you know, each number has a song that they would, that way they would relate to like written from their perspective. And because I'm a freaking nine, I've had to wait until the very end to get my song. It's been like years and finally, it's on the release radar this week. I can't wait to listen to it. You're such a dork. So if you like the Enneagram, you should listen to the Sleeping at Last album. It's on their Atlas album, one through nine. Wait, yes. what am I? Am I a six? I don't know. Did you take it? Oh, my God, Brandon. We've talked about this seven million times in the show that I've took it. I'm Did the you same... take it seriously is the question? I don't know. I answered the questions like I would answer the questions. I just was honest. And then I was the same thing as Caitlin, which is like a person who's like self-absorbed and like, uh, what? And like wants to be in the center of attention <laughs> and whatever. I don't know. I, it was a six. Whatever Caitlin was, we were the same. Caitlin's a three. Three, that's it. Whatever. Um, Makes sense. Most of my friends are threes or fours. All right. So I got to go listen to some freaking sleeping at last thing to find I'll out what song that goes with my... See if see if it um, resonates with you. I got a song that resonates with me right now. Let's uh, hear it. You know my buddy John Wesley Satterfield? Yes. Uh, He just released a new song, and I remember he he actually like wrote this a, a couple months... No, maybe like a half a year ago or a year ago, um, but he's been like m- messing with it, and then it's my other buddy... Um, David Bournet on the, hmm. the background vocals. Okay. And it's called Gunfight. It was just released a couple days ago. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. To a 
really good writing and the uh the i, I gotta knows is uh david bornet who's also one of my good friends and brandy's as well and you should listen to his shit too but john wesley satterfield yeah. gunfight is uh it's a good track man and here's the thing it like so obviously like bornet and john wesley satterfield and all those guys all my buddies are all like kind of like americana artists but this song has got like a like a great like 90s feel mm-hmm. to it like a like a better than ezra or um just like a 90s feel to it. Could you hear it? You couldn't hear it, could you? No, I Okay, can't. so go listen to it later. Uh, yeah. And so, and, and which, which I think when I originally heard that, I was like, this sounds like, like a throwback. And they're like, yeah, that's what we're going for. And I was like, that makes sense because 90s shit is coming back, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Big time. So I was like, mm, it's kind of genius, man. Yeah. So Love it. We uh, should actually, uh, all your friends that play music, we should introduce my brother to some of them. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you would really like that, actually. Um, I saw that The Weeks uh, put out a new track. Did you hear that? Ooh, no. I've been a little off the grid. I need to catch up. I'm looking at my release radar right now, and there's like 10 songs and I, I want to listen to all right so this will just be a wells song episode then that's fine yeah uh, let me see if i can get this unless you want to play atlas nine because i know i'm gonna love it is that what your thing is you're yeah i'm a nine you're such a dork so is michelle huseman is he mm-hmm. is that good or bad that you guys are the same probably a little bit of both but it was one of the first things we bonded over so i'm gonna say it's a good thing oh my god it's so nerdy <laughs> Uh, so the Weeks, those are some of my good buddies, too. They're from uh, Mississippi, but now they live in Nashville. And they've got this, like, early Kings of Leon sound. That I Love just, Kings of Leon. I know. And they're just such nice guys. And this is a song called Coming Down. Check it out. Show the money still in your pocket. What's that in your hand? the weeks coming down i like those guys and i have one last one okay and then i'll, I'll be i'll be done okay okay um did you ever know the band repeat repeat no okay so these are some cool my, name though yeah they're so there are some of my good buddies um it's Kristen and jared croder they're 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 married um and like a cute like just little nashville couple that started this three-piece like um they're like surf punk rock and it's like i Ooh. it's just so cool like and also that the the fact that like they weren't doing it in Long Beach, but they were doing it in Nashville, like was cool. Um, mm. And then for this new record, Patrick Carney, the Black Keys, produced it, and I believe he also oh. played drums on it. I could be wrong about that, so if I am wrong about that, sorry, Kristen and Jared, but whatever. Anyways, then so and now they're on tour. They're opening up for the Black Keys, which was which is just a huge thing for any band, you know. Mm. Um, but this is a song called Head On that is getting a bunch of.
love those guys. It's like it's like Weezer had like a love shot with the Pixies, which the fucking dopest combo. Anyways, uh, repeat, repeat. Go check them out. The new record's called Glazed. I like it. Um, all right, you got anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well. Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like next week we're gonna have a big announcement. We might. We might. But uh, I would like to take this moment to say a couple things. One, go rate and review. That helps. All five stars. If you don't want to give us five <laughs> stars, then don't fucking go do that, actually, at all. Just stay away <laughs> from it. All right? And you can say whatever you want. Just give us five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that I'm a complete piece of shit. And, but five stars. But but then give give me five stars. Give us five stars. But then say, like, uh, well, z- z- shut the fuck up and whatever. I can't stand Brandy's voice. Whatever it is. Say whatever you mm-hmm. want. Because then we'll bring you into the show for fuck you very much. But you have to give us five stars. But yeah, but, but, but five stars. Uh, also, please follow the uh, the Insta account, YFT Podcast on Insta, because that's where like everything goes now. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, oh, favorite thing. Didn't know there's me so much popular uh, like fanfare for this is why you're this is why you're alone T-shirt. Oh my god, it's so good. I think we need to make it a segment. People I know, love right? it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. We, I, do we need merch? I, I feel like we're maybe, not actually. We're not in the merch area yet. Oh, maybe we're. Maybe we need to get there though. Yeah, maybe I don't know. That's if good. I, if I no, saw people someone, loved it. If I was walking around the street and I saw someone wearing a "This is why you're alone" shirt, I would lose my shit. <laughs> you know? Can we copyright that today? So <laughs> someone to steal it from us? Actually, well, also like um, it, the the shirt that was made it says "That's why you're alone," and I feel like what I said was "This is why you're alone." Yeah, but, but maybe I and I think this is why you're alone is funnier than that's why you're alone. Yeah, it sounds funnier. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> but anyways, maybe we, we need to make that and maybe we need to make Saddam a shirt, too. I don't know. Saddam. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad you're back in the States and um, I'm, I'm glad you got that deep. Welcome. Hopefully, hopefully my jet lag subsides by next week. So I'm going to have a bit more energy for yeah. everybody. Um, OK, well, I love you. Love you, too. Have a good week and um, bye. YF tears. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.